And I haven't seen any houses built on the sand. Because when the storms come, if it's built on the sand, there won't be any house there anymore. It'll be gone. But we build on the rocks. On the rock, Jesus Christ, when the storms come, the trials and the temptations, all these things will be able to victorious because I built on the rock, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Roll Reese in Diamond Bar, California. Today's lesson continues our focus on the practical counsel of Jesus' parables, pointing to the clear wisdom of building a house on a rock rather than sand. Roll will show us how we should be thinking about what or who forms the foundation of our life. Stay with us to see that when you establish yourself on the solid rock of Jesus, you can withstand all of life's stormy trials. Let's listen as Roel Reese begins today's message, The Parable of the Wise and Foolish Builder. Turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 7. And this is a parable that I'm going to be teaching this morning from chapter 7 of Matthew. Now, let me reach a couple of things I wrote down so I wouldn't forget them. But uh, when you study the book of Matthew... When you come to chapter 5, 6, and 7, it's called the Sermon on the Mount. It starts with the Beatitudes, Beatitudes with the way our attitude should be as believers, and it's going to end with two foundations, sand or rock, and that's important. Let me read to you what it says in chapter 7. I'll read it to you, chapter 7, verse 24 to 28. He says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, Jesus... And does them. I will liken him to be a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it didn't fall. For it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and that house fell down, and great it was his fault. And so it was, when Jesus had ended these things, that the people were astonished at his teaching. For he taught them as one, having authority, and not as the scribes, those that taught the Jewish people. Now, the topic is a very clear topic concerning the foundation. I like the way he starts in chapter 7, verse 24. The word, therefore, is taking us back to the past studies we had. Remember when he says, you call me Lord, and things that we say about Jesus, he says, but you don't do what I tell you. And now here in verse 24, he says, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine. Who's that? Anybody. Anybody. The word of God goes out to anybody. When the word of God goes out, you can either reject it or you can accept it. And if you reject it, then God can't build a house in your life. He can't really bless you. He can't really use you. But when you hear the voice of God and you repent and you accept them, then he can build that foundation in your life. 
which is the rock. And who's the rock? Jesus. He's the rock of my salvation. That's what the scripture says. I don't know how long you've been a Christian, but when he speaks about therefore whoever hears these sayings of mine and thus them, hearing and doing. You notice that, hearing and doing. You'll be able to come here, here every Sunday, hear what I'm saying, but are you doing what you're hearing through the Holy Spirit in your life so that you can be blessed by the Lord? That's important. You can sit here for the rest of your life and hear the message. But if you don't take the message to heart and you begin to practice that message that God has given to you, then you'll never mature. You'll stay always the same. And people will be able to see if you're a Christian or not a Christian. They'll be able to see if you're a normal person, a spiritual person, or you're a carnal person. We will be held accountable for our lives, the way we live, the way we respond, the way we act. In every way, that's why Jesus here, talking to these disciples, he was trying to make sure that they understood that it's important to not only hear, but also to do what he says. If you're not reading every day, you're not really praying every day, how can you hear from God? How can you do what God tells you to do? He said, be a doer and I hear of the word of God. In the book of Revelation, chapter 2 and 3, man, he taught two chapters, he says, about hearing and doing. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church. See, we are the church. To the church. So when I sit down to read the Bible, I'm reading. And as I get along reading the Bible, all of a sudden I'll stop and I'll pray. And as I begin to pray, all of a sudden, the scriptures that I just read begin to come into my mind. And through those scriptures, God begins to speak to me about my life. Things that have to be corrected, things that I need not to do anymore, things that I should do now to grow, spiritually speaking, so I can become a real child of the light. You have to have a foundation for everything you do in your life. Foundation in your marriage. A foundation where you work. People have to trust you. And when you start looking at your life, you begin to see the scriptures in a little bit different where he says, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man. A wise man. Notice, who built his house on the rock. Perfect. On the rock. Your marriage, your home, Everything you have is upon rock. Upon who? Jesus Christ, your rock. Everything else will fall. You have nothing but problems. And I wonder, as I was reading this morning, I wonder how many people in churches have left the church because they couldn't really do what God called them to do. To go back to the world... Do what you were doing before and thinking that you're going to be okay. You're going to be the worst person in the world because you've tasted of the truth. The world will never be the same. You've been in the light. The light has exposed your sins. And once you're in the light, you can't be in the darkness. When you go back to the darkness, you shine still because what? You receive the light. Sin puts out the light. It becomes darkness. So here you have people within the church. You have them in the light. 
They go home and they turn off the light and they get into the darkness. How can you do both? You can't. You can't do that in the church. You cannot do that in your life. You'll be the most miserable person. And what happens, the devil will come along and he'll take you for a big ride. He'll destroy your marriage. He'll destroy your family. He'll destroy your job. He'll destroy everything that you have worked for so hard. But you haven't given it to God, number one. He has to be number one. And that's why here, the building of the rock, he goes on to declare this. Check this out. Verse 25. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall because it was founded on the rock. The rain, the floods, the winds beat on that house. Those are the trials you go through in your life. I go through a lot of trials in my life. The rain, the floods, the wind, all these things that come on our lives because we're Christians. We're not going to have it easy because we're Christians. I mean, my wife and I have gone through so many, so many trials. And if you don't pass the trial, you got to retake the trial. So you might as well submit and say, Lord, what do you want to do in my life? I want to submit to you. And now I see why this trial was in my life and that other trial came in my life. And you begin to see the word of God and why these things were allowed in your life and my life. Because God had this for you, what he was going to do in your life. What are you going through this morning? The rock is Christ. The rain, the flood, the winds. And then it's beating upon that house, your life. But if you have Christ in your life, you've been born again of the Holy Spirit. You've become a new creature. You're serving the Lord. You're praying every day. You're reading the word of God. You're sharing your faith with other people. How can it go wrong? When you're building your house on the rock. When you read from Genesis to Revelation, man, you have a strong foundation. Because you've read the whole Bible. You read God's word speaking to you. And every time you read the Bible, every year it's different. And if you haven't read from Genesis to Revelation, you need to this year. You need to. If you want to know the mind of God, you want to have the heart of Christ, you want to be able to be used by the Lord and to stand upon that rock, Jesus Christ, you need to do it. It's a must. Otherwise, you're never going to grow. You're always going to be a baby in Christ. You're going to be one foot in the world, one foot in Christ. And you can't serve two places. You cannot serve two masters. You love the one, you hate the other. So you got to make up your mind who you're going to serve. The world or Christ. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. We wanted to take just a moment here with Raul and talk about his upcoming trip to Israel next April. Raul, I know you've met people who dream about seeing the places that Jesus walked and taught, but somehow they never get around to going. What do you tell people when they talk to you about making this kind of trip? I think if you can afford to go, I think you should go to Israel. It's going to be a place that it will give you more faith. I really believe that, especially when you go to Jerusalem and you go over to the cross where the Mount of the Skull, where Jesus was crucified. When I went to the tomb, 
I couldn't believe that when I walked into the tomb and I came out, it was different. When I take people there and I'm sitting up looking at the tomb and they have a whole line to go in, that people are kind of nonchalant. And when they go into the, the tomb, they come out crying, weeping, and it's totally different. Because after that, we go up and sit up and we have communion. And as we worship, made total difference total difference. And then you give a little message, man, and people are just ministered to, because we're getting ready that day to leave Jerusalem. But you came to Jerusalem with a a picture that you never intended to have. You never had it. But when you leave, you think about it all the time, because you think about place from place that you went to. And when you go to that place, you're going to remember again when you come here, hey, Galilee, hey, Jerusalem, going to be more real concerning Israel. Thanks, Raul. Well, the dates for the tour are Tuesday, April 2nd through Saturday, April 13th, 2024. To get more information and a brochure, visit somebodylovesyou.com. Now back to Matthew chapter 7 for the lesson, The Parable of the Wise and Foolish Builder. Verse 25, And the rain descended, the flood came, the wind blew, and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. It keeps praying, the rock. Nothing falls when it's built on the rock. Jesus is the rock of my salvation. So when you come to know Christ and you start depending on Christ, and notice he becomes your all in your life. Then when you do something wrong, the Holy Spirit clicks on you and says, you cannot do that anymore. You got to repent. God wants to use your life, but you can't do that. I repent. And as you begin to build your house upon Jesus, and you begin that rock to become part of your life, you'll never be moved. You'll never be moved if you're steady on course, building upon the rock of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And as I read verse 24 and 25 last night, I was thinking again, therefore whoever hears these sayings of mine, and does them. So hearing, doing, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And we have a spiritual house, a spiritual house. You may have a home, but we have a spiritual home. That spiritual home has to be kept up. Just like you keep up your house. It has to be kept up by the word of God. You have to feed yourself every single day with the word of God. That is God's feeding to your life. You got to take three times a day to feed yourself. Imagine. And you're only feeding yourself one time in the morning to the word of God. Can you imagine if you took the Bible and read it three times a day? The kind of uh, energy you would have spiritually. The kind of person you would start becoming spiritually. And that's why we keep bouncing it. The word of God, the word of God, the rock of our salvation, Jesus Christ. So you have trials this morning. You're going through something pretty big. You don't know what you're going to do. Pray. Stay. Look to him. He's going to speak to you. Wherever you're reading in the Bible, if you're going to trials, read the book of James. It'll really help you. If you want the Holy Spirit to use your life, read the book of Acts. If you want to die to self, you don't want sin to be king of your life, read the book of Romans. Read the book of Romans. It will blow you away. Blow you away. 
He says in Romans chapter 6, he says, Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. If we're saved, we cannot live any longer in sin. We can. We cannot do that. Because number one, the Holy Spirit lives in my life. My foundation is built upon Christ. And Christ has done what Christ has given us, a Holy Spirit, to convict us, to lead us, guide us, and to empower us as men and women of God. When we're tempted, we have the power to say no to temptation. When the enemy comes along, we can say the Lord rebuked Satan. I'm not going to do that. And then let's go to the next verses here. We go over to verse 26 and 27. Here's the false structure. The one you don't want to build upon. Everyone who hears these sayings of mine and doesn't do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. No foundation. Just living. No foundation. Not going anywhere. Always in defeat, never in victory. Because you don't have Christ in your life. The rock. You need to rock your salvation. And when I read that years ago, I was thinking disobedience. When you don't do, you're disobedient. You're coming against Christ. You're coming against his word. You're coming against the cross of Christ. Because he called you to be his disciple and you're being the disciple of your flesh. The flesh, the world, and Satan. Three things. The world, the flesh, and the devil. Three things that will destroy you. And a lot of times we don't realize that my flesh is destroying my spiritual life from the things that I'm doing. That's why Paul wrote in the book of Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, about the carnal man. The carnal man is that man, not the natural man, the carnal man. The natural man is one that doesn't know Christ. The carnal man is the one that's come to know Christ, one foot in the world and one foot in Christ, but you can't serve two masters. You serve the one and you hate the other. You can't serve two masters. One. One master. And you have to do it on your own. You have to ask God what he wants you to do. And when you serve the Lord, you're going to have peace of mind in your life. You're going to see things in your life you never saw before spiritually. People you never thought would come to the Lord will come to the Lord. Are you willing to say, Lord, I surrender all to you? Lord, whatever you want to do in my life, I want to do. I don't want to be building on the sand. I want to build on the rock. And I haven't seen any houses built on the sand. Because when the storms come, if it's built on the sand, there won't be any house there anymore. It'll be gone. But we build on the rocks. On the rock, Jesus Christ, when the storms come, the trials and the temptations, all these things will be able to be victorious because I built on the rock, Jesus Christ. He's my rock of my salvation. But, verse 26, But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man. No foundation. A foolish man who built his house on the sand. And then verse 27. And then the problems come. The trials, the rain descended. The floods came. The winds blew. Beat on that house. 
And what's the next word? And it fell. It fell. And great was his fall. I mean, you were blown away what that storm did to that house. There's nothing really to back it up because it wasn't built upon the rock. This is what happens when there's no foundation. You'll never, ever be able to be used by God the way he wants to use your life. Because you're a Corinthian. Corinthians are not used by the Lord. Read the book of Corinthians, especially chapter 1, 2, and 3. And when you come to chapter 3, you see how the Lord points out all the carnality, the divisions, all those things that these so-called Christians, carnal Christians, were creating to the true church. They were causing problems for the true church. But because the true church had the rock, Jesus, in their lives, they were not affected by those things. They had victory over those things. You can only have victory over those things if you build your life on the rock, Jesus Christ. He's the rock of my salvation. And my rock will keep me always, always will keep me to himself, as he will keep him to yourself. And one of the things that I've learned in these lessons this couple months is that I have to make sure my foundation is being built upon that rock. If I build upon that rock, the Lord, the Holy Spirit will not only speak to me, but will bring conviction to my life, and I will be able to do what is right, and I will be able to be rewarded by the Lord Jesus Christ according to his Holy Spirit. And all those people that were there, listen to the Lord. He says, verse 28, 29. And it was when Jesus had finished the Sermon on the Mount, these saints, that the people were astonished at his teaching. They couldn't believe what he was teaching, listening to him. For he taught them as one having what? Authority. Underline that. Authority. Why? It was according to the word of God. According to the word of God, started in chapter 5, it ended in chapter 7. All authority and not as the scribes or the Pharisees or the Sadducees, they had no authority. Even though they studied God's word, they had no authority because they misused God's word. But Jesus gave it right to their hearts. And what happened? They received it and they were blessed by the Lord. We hope this lesson has strengthened your resolve to spend more time in God's Word, establishing its truth as the firm foundation of your life. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. If you'd like to get a copy of today's message in its entirety, just call us at 800-634-9165, and for a donation of $5 or more, we'll send a copy to you. Now, to help equip you to stand on the solid rock of Christ, we'd like to tell you about Rawls book titled Sermon of Sermons. It's a resource that will inspire you to settle your heart in Scripture and honor the Lord with a faith not shaken by life's uncertainties and trials. You'll see that when you commit every day to God and surrender to His perfect will, you'll experience His blessings no matter what difficulties you might be facing. Act now. Visit SomebodyLovesYou.com or call 800-634-9165 to order Rawls' book titled Sermon of Sermons. 
We'll send your copy for just $12 plus shipping and handling. That phone number again is 800-634-9165. If you'd like to order by sending a check, our mailing address is Somebody Loves You Radio. P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. This is a listener-supported ministry, and your tax-deductible donations are a great blessing as we share the Bible's foundational truths. Thanks so much for your partnership. And thank you for making us a part of your day today. It's always a privilege to study the Word of God with you, and we hope you'll join us next time for even more uplifting insights from the Word of God. Here's Roll once again with a closing thought from today's lesson. Listen to Dwight Moody, one of the great evangelists of the 18 and 1900s. He says, Christians should live in the world, but not be filled with the world. A ship lives in water, but the water gets into the ship. She goes to the bottom, so Christians may live in the world, but if the world gets into them, they will sink to the bottom of the ocean. Raven Hill says, most Christians pray to be blessed if you pray to be broken. And then Charles Spurgeon said, hold everything earthly with a loose hand, but grasp eternal things with a death-like grip. Don't get your eyes on this world and don't get a hold of the world because the world will get a hold of you. The world will get a hold of you. And if I get a hold of Jesus, then Jesus gets a hold of my life. And then my life is safe. And I can trust Him. And I live for Him. And one day I will be in His presence. Why? Because I build upon the rock, Jesus Christ. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.